very weak. The Palestinian Authority is a political entity and the Palestinian Authority with regard to governance. This is a process that we are witnessing for a long period of time, which begins, first of all, with uh, the lack of legitimacy, mm-hmm. public legitimacy. Secondly, with uh, the weakness of um, Abu Mazen and the Fatah movement, uh, which is the leading movement uh, of the PLO and the Palestinian Authority. Because when you say Palestinian Authority, you mean you mean Fatah, okay? Because Hamas is not part of the Palestinian Authority. Thirdly, I think that um, this is um, an, a result of uh, the, the internal uh, division and fragmentation in the Palestinian arena. Uh, not only between Hamas and Fatah, but uh, in the Fatah itself. Uh, first of all, uh, the Al-Aqsa Brigades and the Tanzim and all the other armed militias which, uh, which are affiliated in this way or, or another with, uh, with Fatah, mm-hmm. which uh, became uh, to be adversary of the Fatah because they lost confidence uh, in the in the Fatah leadership. Therefore, we are facing a very weak uh, Palestinian authority that um, is not willing and uh, is not capable, which is, I would say, a very dangerous combination. Yes. I, I want to ask you, is this a, you described the situation. Is this a situation that could change with a decision by somebody? I'm not sure about it. I think that, in a sense, uh, the train left the station. We are in a situation where the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, which is a pure Iranian proxy, uh, became to be um, very strong and significant uh, in the in the West Bank. I think that they are uh, very strong in the Gaza Strip as well, and they are challenging Hamas there. And the idea that they are trying to unify the, the fronts, and that this is, I would say, the, the preferred strategy of uh, the, the Palestinian factions, which are not Fatah today. I mean, uh, Hamas and the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, both organizations, seek to unify the fronts because they believe that in this way they can reach the best results. Let me ask you a question about the West Bank. I mean, we talk, we're seeing a lot of uptick in violence, shooting attacks and arrests every night. But is this sort of like the exception? Because in general, it's peaceful and the economy is flourishing and there's no sense that there's an intifada. There's no sense that the Palestinians even want a state anymore. It is not intifada. This is right, but I think that uh, this is something which is uh, totally different uh, than the situation or the reality that we used to know till March Mm -hmm. 22. I think that we are in a different reality, and I think that we are in a very slippy slope towards towards, uh, another intifada, uh, or something that will be similar to intifada. I think that we are witnessing now the empowerment of the Palestinian ethos of uh, um, armed resistance against Israel. Uh, I think that the idea that uh, um, um, the Palestinian Islamic Jihad is able um, to recruit uh, many young uh, people uh, from other organizations or young people which are not affiliated with organizations and uh, by providing them uh, money and uh, weapons uh, they are convincing them to join the armed resistance uh, and we see that um, the the ethos is um, empowered each night 
because of the friction because right. uh, between the the armed uh, activists of uh, the Palestinian Islamic Jihad and the other organizations with uh, the the Israeli soldiers uh, it began in Jenin uh, now it's in Nablus but it's also uh, in it, it penetrates to the other districts of the the West Bank as well where the Palestinian Authority uh, prefers to remain aside okay and not to do something in this regard uh, and uh, the Al-Aqsa Brigade and the Tanzim uh, which are affiliated with the Fatah but they are now uh, in opposition to the leadership of Fatah, to Fatah Ramallah, okay? Yes. They take part in this friction uh, as well, and they cooperate with Hamas and with the Palestinian Islamic Jihad. And we see that Salah al-Aguri from Istanbul, Beirut, Damas Damascus, um, makes, um, I would say, um, the utmost efforts in order to re-establish Hamas infrastructure, terror infrastructures in the West Bank. And we saw just recently uh, what, uh, what, uh, what are the, the outcomes of, this, uh, of these efforts. Um, and Iran uh, continue providing the Palestinian Islamic Jihad with uh, weapons by smuggling it um, uh, through the borders, mainly uh, via Jordan, but not only, and providing the Palestinian Islamic Jihad with money and political support. And we see the leaders of Hamas and the Palestinian Islamic Jihad um, um, uh, sitting together with Hezbollah, with, uh, with Nasrallah in, uh, in Lebanon. Right. Um, so uh, we are, uh, I would say, uh, we are witnessing a dynamic which is, um, I would say, very, very dangerous and very worrying dynamic. And we see that the Palestinian ethos of armed resistance uh, through the social media, okay, uh, becomes uh, more and more, um, I would say, present in the in the in the in the Palestinian uh, discourse in the Palestinian I would say uh, daily reality um, and uh, I think that the combination of um, uh, a very weak a very weak Palestinian authority uh, empowered the Palestinian uh, ethos uh, of the armed resistance uh, a very high level of friction between mm -hmm. the IDF forces and the and the and the locals, the Palestinians, in the different districts in the in the West Bank, and um, I would say um, the absence of any political uh, initiative that uh, might create a sort of uh, I would say um, horizon okay right. political horizon and I, I'm not talking you know about the peace treaty I'm not talking about the final status agreement because this is uh, imaginary okay uh, I'm talking about um, any any sort of political activity there's nothing uh, on the agenda right now there's nobody nobody's talking yeah, about Palestinian so, so it's not only the vac the vacuum that uh, uh, the Palestinian Authority creates with uh, with the absence of governance or mm -hmm. with uh, very uh, limited capacities it's also the absence of any other agenda or any other option which is put on the table okay 
and I would say um, general um, indifference okay, of the Arab world and the international community and the understanding of the Palestinians that uh, even the United States of America is not so interested uh, in the things that uh, actually uh, occur or do not occur here in the uh, Palestinian arena. And, um, and therefore, uh, <laughs> I think that uh, the, the other alternative, uh, which is the, the resistance, uh, is perceived as the preferable one, at least by the young generation. Right. And when I'm talking about the young generation, I'm talking about generation that was not there in the second intifada, okay? The, this is not a scared generation. Uh, they don't have any, uh, I would say, sort of fear or historical uh, memories uh, or scares, uh, you know, from the Second Intifada. I think that all of these circumstances together eventually bring us to a very slippy slope towards, I don't know if it will be a Third Intifada, which is uh, something which will be similar to the Second Intifada, but I'm sure that uh, we are walking straightly under these circumstances towards a very different and much more violent reality which a much higher level of friction and uh, something that will uh, affect dramatically the very weak Palestinian authority as well.